There were failings, but overall, police served the public well in the face of extreme provocation at the Parliament protest last year. However, in releasing its findings, the Independent Police Conduct Authority says police were put at unnecessary risk in a situation that could have proved fatal. There were some serious criticisms of police leadership when it came to planning, communication, training and protective gear for officers. Here's our political editor, Jane Patterson, and cameraman Angus Drever. It's a day etched into New Zealand's history, March the 2nd, 2022, when violent clashes brought an end to the 23-day occupation of Parliament. Overall, we think police served the public of New Zealand well. On the final day, frontline officers faced extreme provocation and violence uh, and a level of public disorder rarely seen in New Zealand. After receiving the highest ever number of complaints, the IPCA reviewed thousands of documents and hours of video footage and interviewed hundreds of people. Substantial and sustained violence was directed at police. This included throwing a Molotov cocktail, bricks, paving stones, fireworks, poles, bottles, a knife and other projectiles. The authorities' chair, Judge Colin Doherty, did however identify a number of failings. Despite comprehensive intelligence, he says the initial police response underestimated the risks. Especially given the disruption reported from, from similar recent convoys in Australia and Canada. The authority says, however, it's doubtful the protest and subsequent occupation could have been avoided. The other criticisms were around the final day itself. While police were largely found to have acted appropriately, officers, some without sufficient training and body armour, were sent into a violent and potentially fatal situation. It was a traumatic circumstance for many of them. Uh, and some of them were, were injured. I think there were 87 injuries that required medical treatment. Police Association Vice President Paul Omerod says the way the police conducted themselves was commendable. Even though their members, 150 of them were assaulted, uh, some of them with long-term injuries. The IPCA found while there were discussions with politicians, there was no undue influence on operational decisions. But Nationals' Mark Mitchell is not convinced, especially on the first unsuccessful attempt to shut down the protest. It appears obvious to most people that there'd been some political influence on the Commission in terms of changing the tactics for the 10th. Police Commissioner Andrew Costa says he would not have done anything differently and sees no need for any apologies. On the face of it, this was a situation that we'd all have liked to avoid. Um, but actually, I'm incredibly proud of the way we navigated it. I think the report reflects a really positive response from police um, and that this was not straightforward. Another criticism was that due to the way arrests and evidence were handled, many protesters have had charges against them dropped, mainly relating to trespass offences. The authority recommends a multi-agency review of the relevant laws, including trespass. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins says the government will need to tread carefully so any review doesn't infringe on people's right to protest. When you've got protesters hurling bricks at police and so on, that's utterly unacceptable. But we just need to be careful that we don't upset the balance. Other recommendations include buying more hard body armour, reassessing how to deal with similar public order events and how to better protect the parliamentary precinct.